Welcome to the Two Witnesses Podcast. You're here with David, David Jr. and Celeste in the Two Witnesses Podcast. Today's topic is vindication. Today is July 17, 2022, and today's topic is vindication. You can reach us on email at blackswanmedia at protonmail.com, blackswanmedia at protonmail.com. And how are you today, David? I'm well, Celeste. Thanks for asking. Um, the family's well. Uh, you know, we do have some challenges, but we're being blessed with healing every single day. And so we definitely want to call that forth for all our family around the world. And I think today's topic on vindication, as far as this has been quite a journey for the three of us, you know, ever since that day I came and visited you, and we were sitting there talking about current events, and we were kind of going back and forth. You know what? That was pretty good. We should have recorded that. Now that's led to 45 different episodes, Black Swan Media and Global Salvation Outreach, coordinating together, collaborating on these different topics and talking to people about how insane, I think you put it the best, this Twilight Zone-type existence that we've all been thrust into. And so I'm excited about the topic called vindication, not in a, um, not in a, see, I told you so, or bragging sort of spirit, but more in a prophetic sense about from the beginning of our journey about how, what we were being told and what we were being fed and what we were being ordered to do. It caused a stiff resistance, a stiffening of the spine and the spirit and all three of us, and oh, wait a minute, that that don't sound right. That ain't right type of attitude, which led to a lot of research and a, and a lot of time. I mean, particularly during lockdown, you know, looking into deeply into these topics, both on a technical, scientific, and also on a social, and then also on a media type level, and then finding those differences and conflicts and trying to form a consensus in our own minds you know, study and find yourself approved in your own mind. And then you can go out and influence others. And uh, just some of the feedback that we've gotten, you know, over the last uh, two or three years in terms of one lady in particular, shout out to my nurse friend, you know who you are. And I asked her for some specific feedback. And she said, well, David, you know, you and your family and discussing these topics have really made things make sense for me as a medical professional. And even our sister said also that she learned how to look at her profession that she devoted her life to. And I'm sure a lot of medical professionals feel this way. It's sort of let, let down by their profession and their industry because it's been hijacked and taken over by evil, greedy, malevolent people who definitely doesn't have our well-being or our family's well-being in mind. So it's good to be with both of you again today and talk about this topic called vindication. Excellent. Excellent. Vindication defined is the proof that someone or something is right, reasonable, or justified. And we have been here with the righteous cause of keeping our our listeners informed, um, being truth tellers and truth seekers. Again, vindication is proof that someone or something is right, reasonable, or justified. We've been fighting against the evils of, of Washington, the evils of society, 
Um, and evil, what I found about evil is it's very per- pervasive, which means that evil that we have seen in Washington, D.C. and in our society, it penetrates uh, and permeates everything around it. Evil is like a cancer. Uh, say, for instance, some politician gets away with insider trading. The others get the idea they got away with insider trading. So I'm going to do insider trading, too, and enrich myself because no one is really um, pers- uh, prosecuting inside a trade. Uh, we know that there's a, uh, you know. Can I cut in real quickly since you just mentioned that? Sure. Looking at Breitbart, Paul Pelosi buys millions in semiconductor stocks before congressional subsidy vote. Paul Pelosi, husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat, California, recently bought up to $5 million in stocks in a semiconductor company. This comes right before the Senate is set to vote on a competition bill next week that would give a $52 billion subsidy to the semiconductor industry, Reuters reported. Paul Pelosi exercised 20,000 shares worth between $1 million to $5 million in NVIDIA, a semiconductor company based in Santa Clara, California, which was revealed in a disclosure that Nancy Pelosi filed to the House of Representatives on Thursday. That same disclosure also revealed that Paul Pelosi sold 10,000 shares worth between 1 million to 5 million in Visa and 50 call options worth between 100,000 and 250,000 in Apple. Now get this, the Speaker of the House is about to vote on a $52 billion subsidy and front runs that legislation, that vote, with a trade through her husband for them to, knowing full well that once the market figures out that there's $52 billion being poured into domestic chip production because of what's going on with Taiwan and China and the global supply chain, and all of a sudden she's expecting to stop the pop 5 to 10%. I mean, how much breaking the law is that? It used to be, I know Martha Stewart's mad because... She had to do jail time for it. And now it's just like, it's just like going to get coffee. That's what's happening. No one is prosecuting uh, the pervasive evil of enriching yourself off of tragedy of, of, of insider trading that's going on in Washington. It's not being, it's not being prosecuted. So the evil, other people see that and they do it too. And so many of the politicians that are guilty of the insider trading is, it's just mind blowing the pervasive evil that's going on that's penetrating from one politician to another because they're, they're just not, I don't know why it's not being investigated and prosecuted, but it's not. Well, under the comment section, Hope has arrived 2017. They call her the public serpent instead of the public servant. The public serpent may be biblically prophetic with her family name, trademark, and booze, scandal, community, filth, and baby butchery. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. But we're here today with the topic of, of vindication because we have been here um, many, many podcasts uh, declaring what's going on with the jab. Even before uh, all of the, you know, all the information that's out now, the, the VARS report and things like that, which we know the VARS report is only maybe a tenth of the actual numbers. Uh, and they've actually, we, we've highlighted on this podcast before how they've removed numbers from the VAR system and, and, and disclosed it. 
Um, they had an excuse for the reason why they did that that dump of numbers out the VAR system. They claimed that some of the numbers were not from some of the reports were not from the United States, and they just wanted to know about uh, side effects that occurred here in the United States. So they've actually admitted that they have dumped numbers out. But we've been here uh, reporting on the the jab and the and the and the definite potential of uh, side effects from the jab and 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 now the numbers, even the VARS report, it even though it's not 100% accurate, is vindicating us on the fact that we were right. You know, we we've been here and we've talked about things like the Georgia Guidestones and the evils of the Georgia Guidestones and the and the order out of KDOT, evil elite, the evil elite diabolical agenda of reducing the population of mankind. But guess what? They're not in control. A sovereign God. Um, and, I, and I say, blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, the King of the universe, the King of King, Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. He would frustrate the plans of the wicked. And I, for one, was rejoicing when the Georgia Guidestones were 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 leveled to the ground. And um, I just know that we knew it was evil. and We talked about how evil it was. And we see that God is is toppling some of the evils in this society. And um, we also, you know, talked about the evils of abortion. And we see that Roe versus Wade has been reversed. So we, um, I believe that we as a team here at the Two Witnesses podcast um, have definitely, Black Swan Media has definitely been vindicated by some of the things that we have highlighted, some of the warnings that we have put out to our listening audience, there's been vindication because events have uh, unfolded in the manner in which we have proclaimed. When I go back and look at our, you know, our history from those first informal conversations that we were having there in your home office, and and then I look at where we are now, I do feel a sense of uh, uh, relief or vindication that we put out accurate information from the get-go that our our teamwork, our, our collaboration, the audio engineering, the rolling it out, the different platforms and whatnot, we've made quite an impact on our global listening audience. I want more people in Australia listening to our podcast because Australia, the Netherlands, and Canada are really the test grounds for this new reset, this new way of doing things. And they're the most heavily vaccinated countries in the entire world, along with Israel and Italy. And now we're starting to see the effects, just as we predicted back in our vaccines podcast, uh, season one, episode nine, about how the vaccines actually work. Why are the vaccines packaged the way they are? Why are the vaccines nanotechnology, mRNA technology? What does mRNA technology do? It basically makes the body into a spike protein producing factory which we were predicting that that would happen. Uh, Why was it kept at such low temperatures to keep it uh, um, pharmaceutically stable at those low temperatures? Why was that even necessary? And now we're looking at, and then we were talking about the effects of episode 10 with 5G, the combination of the, the jab and 5G and over a period of time and what were some of those side effects. And we started to see that bear out with young people dropping dead, the insurance industry uh, telling us now that the excess deaths that are going on right now in the age 18 to 64 age group 
is so statistically out of whack. In other words, it's a Six Sigma event worth billions and billions of dollars in excess claims now that insurance companies are having to pay out because people in the age, 18 to age 49, they took a look at that subset, but 18 to age 64 subset, they were looking at that age group and they found that the excess deaths was way beyond any sort of cataclysmic projections that they were making in order for them to be able to pay their risks. Uh, because uh, people think insurance companies pay a lot of, uh, you know, make a lot of money, but they also pay out a lot of money. They pay out probably 52 to 60 cents for every single dollar that they take in over time. But the thing that makes that a viable business is the fact you've got all these healthy working people from age 18 to 64 who are supposedly paying premiums or the companies are helping them to pay premiums that they work for. And now these people are winding up dead. We're starting to see that in the funeral industry with uh, them running out of child caskets, which coincides by by the way with the FDA commissioners uh, voting 18 to zero to authorize the initial set of jabs for uh, five to, to 18 year olds. And now we're starting to see the impact of that. And the funeral industry is just amazed because of the number of orders that are coming in from around the country for under five foot caskets. It's such a demand that they ran out of five foot caskets across the, running out of baby formula or something, which is an artificial shortage. This is a real shortage because children don't die at this rate. And the funeral industry is just up in arms, literally, about the number of five foot caskets now that are being ordered. They're going to have to hire some handyman to go to Home Depot and put some, you know, put some boxes. Funny you mentioned Home Depot because the largest seller of, uh, of caskets in the entire country is Costco. They actually sell two funeral homes. Funeral homes can't really order anymore directly from manufacturers because they don't like the onesie twosie deal. You need a big operation like Costco to wholesale the thing out. And so Costco and Costco is having trouble getting under five foot caskets. So we're starting to see that happen. And just as we predicted with people taking this, bioweapons jab. Uh, you know, I remember when a friend of mine back in uh, late December, I think it was early January, maybe the second of January in, in uh, 2020, was telling me about this virus coming from China. And I said, well, so and so it sounds to me like it's a biological weapon. And he really got upset at me. How in the heck can you say it's a biological weapon? I've been talking to you about two minutes. I said, well, based on my background and training, if it looks like a duck, sounds like a duck, and acts like a duck, it must be a duck. And now here we are some 30 months, 30 plus months later, and that's been proven to be a bioweapons lab uh, that, that's been proven to come from the Wuhan level four bioweapons lab there in Wuhan, China. Uh, we're seeing the subsequent in- invasion of, uh, uh, by Russia of Ukraine. And if you look at the areas in the Ukraine that Russia's, Russia is conquering, and if you overlay that with a map of all the United States-sponsored, taxpayer-sponsored, Department of Defense-sponsored, FDA-sponsored, National Institutes of Health-sponsored bioweapons laboratories in the Ukraine, you almost see every single lo- – if you look at Russia's, the, the, the red in Russia, the territory they've taken in Ukraine, particularly in the Donbass region, and then if you look at the areas around the northern part of northern Ukraine and more towards western Ukraine – You'll see that where Russia is is where those three, I think the count now is up to 45 different bioweapons research laboratories that we have sponsored, the United States government and our Pentagon 
over in Russia. And this is after the United States specifically prohibiting the development of these type weapons. And guess what happened? These bureaucrats, unelected bureaucrats, they just offshored the operation with our taxpayer dollars into countries like the Ukraine. So we're starting to see that. And from the time that the initial jabs were mandated, we went from two weeks to, what is it, two weeks to stop the spread, six weeks to flatten the curve so we wouldn't open the hospitals, immediately into masking, immediately into social distancing, immediately into school closing, and immediately into total global lockdown, a coordinated lockdown of over 220 countries around the world. How does that all happen just at one time? unless there's a global coordinated effort for that. So we're starting to see all that. And I know, David, we've talked about, you know, the effects of, uh, you know, these jabs on people and how long it takes the cells in the human body to replace itself. We talked about the encephalitis swelling of the brain for young people. We talked about all these athletes dying and passing away due to myocarditis, having on-field heart attacks. We've talked about the funeral industry. When they do their autopsies on people's bodies, they're finding these long, stringy blood clots. We've talked about spontaneous abortions. Uh, we ourselves, we in our family, we have a history of postmenopausal heavy menstrual bleeding. We've talked about all these different substances that happens almost at a regular. You can see how it worsening like every three or four months because they're literally that's how long it takes for the body cells to start replacing each other. And because of this mRNA technology, is producing these spike proteins. And these are transmitted through the air, transmitted through sexual activity, sexual contact, bodily fluids. And now we have a full-blown monkeypox invasion happening now in New York City where they open up mass monkeypox injection sites. And there's copyrights, vaccines, patents, kickback agreements, referral agreements, and marketing agreements already made. People are getting paid and people are dying. It's really, really important that we all take a long look in the mirror to make sure that we're ready to meet our maker. You know, uh, we all have to take that long look in the mirror. And I know the word that the Lord gave me, uh, being a minister of the gospel, is to tell the world to prepare and repent. And then when I went on a sabbatical, um, he expanded the message from prepare and repent to prepare and repent and to be faithful unto the end to be saved. And also to be faithful, even unto death for your faith and your belief in Jesus Christ. So I just passed them. I'm just the mailman passing the message along. But we know that there's going to be a partial Ellie. What's the Ellie extension level event when you're talking about a third of a population, a fourth of a population. That's a huge event we know that Sodom and Gomorrah was a partial early event the two cities were completely destroyed and we know that mass death is coming and it's not going to be because of Georgia Guidestones because as we see the whole Georgia Guidestones is on the ground because God will frustrate the plans of the wicked we know that when it happens it's going to be revelations coming to pass we know when the fourth of the population is going to be a, a, a prophetic uh, fulfillment of Revelations uh, 6, we know that when a third of the population die, um, that is going to be a fulfillment of Revelations 9, not because of any Georgia Godstones, uh, which are been pummeled into the ground right now. So I, I do definitely appreciate the topic today that we can sit back and reflect on the good work that we've done over the past couple of years and how we've been spot on uh, to be able to warn our uh, 
our listening audience to prepare for what's coming upon this earth um, because the Bible lets us know what's coming. Um, you know, um, you know, there's been so much going on, you know, increase in knowledge is a prophetic sign of the end. And we know that when you start talking about setting an AI, um, this, that's an increase of knowledge. And when you look on YouTube, there's so many people, like everybody got a master class. That's an increase in knowledge. And I would say about 90% of it is good information. And, and so when you've got, everybody's got a master class, everybody's the subject matter expert on different things. It's a, it's a, just an end time prophecy, this increase of knowledge that we see um, that's going on. And uh, we just wanted to, you know, be here with the topic of vindication, just to say, you know, we are here. It's a labor of love. We are humble. We're not, um, I told you so people, but we do, you know, this is a time for reflection on the good work that we've done and to be able to let you know as a listening audience, we have confidence in the information that we have given out. And with that confidence um, is because of what we've said have come to pass and that we will continue to do this good work as truth seekers and truth tellers. And back over to you, David. Well, you know, I agree with it because I remember the pushback that I've been getting from my family here years ago, you know, and just talking about things in a prophetic sense as we, you know, we went through the Bible in less than a year and, you know, spent a lot of time camped on Revelation about seven or eight years ago and forewarning them, uh, you know, about all the things that were prophesied to happen. And now all of a sudden we're into this matrix-like existence now with all these things that are happening. Not only that, they, they, you know, you had three FDA commissioners just walk away from the FDA. A lot of the NIH and CDC personnel are quitting because they just can't get with this zero to age five vaccination, understanding the truth now is coming out now about what we predicted and what we surmised uh, a long time ago and what we share with our listening audience. And I remember getting a lot of blowback from people on that and saying that, uh, you know, David, you sound like one of those conspiracy theorists, which to which I always reply, well, that probably is a good thing. Well, David, why do you say that? And I said, well, Noah was a conspiracy theorist until the day it rained. We hadn't quite been at this thing for two or 300 years. So I think that we've been, we've been pretty much battle tested, criticism tested, and uh, very secure in our accumulated knowledge and beliefs and and our insight, and then also just a general sense of uh, agreement that we have amongst the three of us that what we've been sharing with our audience for the last three years is for real. And now we're starting to see that manifest out in the different ways. Uh, you're starting to see that now. You're starting to see the whole COVID um, narrative unravel. Uh, people think that these things happen in a vacuum, but when you really start to take a look at what's been happening over the last four or five years, uh, particularly, um, you know, since the 2016 election going forward, you can actually start back in 2014, 2015, when they installed this current proxy government in the country of the Ukraine. And then, and then they put that government in place. And after they put that government in place, boom, they started funding all these bioweapons labs. So our very own government. It's very heavily involved with that. 
if you go back to even uh, the prior administration, you know, with what happened to the FBI director, James Comey? Where's the accountability for him and what he did? Where's the, con- where's the accountability for General Milley and uh, for undermining uh, the sitting president and the sitting defense and breaking the chain of command and going behind his back and collaborating with his Chinese counterpart? Where's the accountability, as you were saying earlier, David, for that, for that, for that withdrawal, that hasty withdrawal from Afghanistan, that treasonous death of our 13 brave boys and girls that was over there? And then leaving $85 billion of our equipment over there. Um, so when you think about that, and that was brand new equipment still in the box. And uh, if anything, they should have exploded it on site and not left anything of military value to the Taliban. And next thing you know, the Taliban, next thing you know, the Taliban is, I'm sorry, next thing you know, the Taliban is rolling down the street and having a military style parade driving air Humvees and armored vehicles. We've been saying it, don't get the COVID vaccine, don't get it, you should not get it, don't get it. And kudos to those in our listening audience who listened to our advice and did not get the vaccine. And for those who did, there are some reversal protocols that we could send you information on if you would email us at blackswanmedia at protonmail.com. We've been here uh, warning our, you know, our friends, our families, our listeners, not to get the vaccine and uh and and with all of the athletes who are falling dead all of the high school athletes who are falling dead even Justin Bieber's face is paralyzed and he said it's from the vaccine I was in Walmart and I shared some of the videos with you guys um a guy just got the vaccine fell out in front of me was throwing up had to be taken out in a stretcher he had just gotten the vaccine and uh, we also have warned that some of the vaccines that people have gotten has actually been saline solution. Not everybody who went and got a shot actually got the shot. Okay, well, thank you so much for that, Celeste. And I think that that was a great summary of uh, a lot of the topics that we've talked about over the last three years. And uh, we've done that initial research. I know for me, when my friend told me about that, the first place that I went was the Indian Institute of Virology to start my initial research. And why that? Because, you know, after he told me that, and I told him it was a bioweapon, and, you know, we kind of had our exchange and, uh, you know, the little duck talk. And uh, and uh, I, I really didn't think about it too much for about the, probably the next couple of weeks. I mean, but I happened to come across this article about how there was a lot of wealthy Chinese fleeing to India. A well-to-do Chinese. I said, why are they going to India? You know, why are they fleeing to India of all places? You know, Chinese may go to Canada. They may go to, you know, Hong Kong's not so popular anymore. But they usually go to other Western uh, countries instead of uh, more to the West and India. And then all of a sudden I started to came across this article by the Indian scientists had done the initial um, de-engineering, reverse engineering on the SARS-CoV-2 virus. And they came up with the fact that the way that this thing was designed and they were kind of saying, you remember initially when Fossey and the NIH and CDC and the government was saying that it came from a bat that crossed to a pangolin, a naked armadillo, and then somehow wound up at a fish market. And then all of a sudden it went around the world that way, which I thought was such a, it's like back in, you know, when the AIDS epidemic uh, first came out, they were, 
basically saying that some black dude in Africa had sex with a monkey and then with a woman, and then it spread virally around the world through the homosexual community of all people. And we're seeing that with monkeypox again. So to me, that's just HIV, AIDS redone all over again, wash, rinse, and repeat. And so when I started to look at that and I started to look at the engineering and then started to investigate the gain of function, uh, functionality as far as the, the, how viral and the, the, how infectious they were trying to make an ordinary coronavirus. I mean, for crying out loud, we got coronaviruses around. They've been around us for thousands of years. You look on a can of Lysol, you'll see that it kills coronaviruses. So it's, I mean, it's something that our immune systems are already you know, the God-given immune system we had has an intelligence that's on the order of the creator because it recognizes all the threats and it's able to adapt. And I remember we used to make mud pies as kids or whatever the case may be. And we used to eat mud pies, you know, pretend to eat mud pies or eat dirt or whatever the case, you know, when we had our, you know, playing house or whatever the case may be. And, you know, we get scolded out by our moms and our aunts, but, you know, if your your body's immune system is miraculous unless you mess with it or try to alter it. And which is what they were doing with this coronavirus. And they were looking at these different sites that are on the actual virus itself. And these are called fern cleavage sites and how that's used to uh, as places for the spike protein to adhere and makes it more toxic and all this stuff. And I started to really started to look into that thing. And from an engineering standpoint, I was fascinated by it because I said, could they really be that evil to release something like this? I mean, Zyklon B during the concentration camps at Auschwitz and, uh, and, uh, uh, that, that was bad enough. And Birkenau, that was bad enough, you know, but now you're talking about a global release of this thing. And it was broadcast too, folks. If you, uh, if you don't believe me, go back and look at the, how long this thing was planned. Go back and look at the opening ceremonies while it's still there on YouTube of London 2012, the opening ceremonies, and you can see how they were broadcasting to everybody the soon-to-be-released biological weapon upon the world. The 2012 London opening uh, Olympic ceremony, opening ceremony for the Olympics. You can see what I'm talking about. So, and just following the, you know, the rabbit trail, following the rabbit hole and going further and further down the rabbit hole and and just looking at... um, the collusion between the governments and big tech and big pharma and big media and how this thing was, it literally is a highly coordinated uh, through the world health organization, global killing plan is what it is. Depopulation plan and seeing the Georgia guidestones come down uh, just a couple, you know, maybe about a week or two ago now. And what's the number one thing it says on the Georgia guidestones, maintain human population below 500 million people. So basically, they want 500 million, 500 million slaves for the 20 million or so of, or so of these quote-unquote elites that are making our lives miserable, folks. I think it's tortures and pitchforks time. Nonviolent, of course, but I think it's tortures and pitchforks time uh, as far as people waking up to this new reality. These shots are already in arm. People, There's going to be so many people dropping dead over the next two or three years, particularly in the age 65 and above age cohort because they were looking at reducing that population also because what do you get at age 65 after a lifetime of payments social security and it's destined to go broke in 2028 but guess what it won't go broke in 2028 because it won't be anybody to cash the checks because a lot of these people these elderly people that they were targeting remember what was happening in the nursing homes in new york 
And across the country, a lot of these people won't be around to receive those checks. So I think it was a, I, I, at the beginning, I, at the beginning, it's a, it, it is warfare. It is an all vector attack on humanity. I said it in the beginning. Everything that we've done over the last three years has validated that initial thought. And with actual proof coming from mainstream media, must be true. I saw it on Yahoo News. And uh, when you really start to wrap your head around this thing, I tell you, it will cause you stress and sleepless nights, as it has for all three of us. So I want to thank you, Celeste, for facilitating this conversation, this podcast on vindication. It's almost a relief that we actually made it this far and our families are still intact. Sure, we have some folks that went ahead and got the vaccine, and certainly we're praying, as you said, for supernatural protection, and there are some detox protocols that are available. So if you want to get a hold of us, you know, Celeste will share our our email address and how you can get a hold of us. But uh, we're going to continue, listening audience, to put this work out there. And he or she who has ears, let he or she hear. He or she who has eyes, let, let he or she see. And for God's sakes, you've got to open up your mouth and reveal to people in your family and have these conversations with your family as we did with our family so that we can uh, save as many people from this as possible. So back to you, Celeste. You're listening to the Two Witnesses podcast with David, David Jr. and Celeste. You can read us at Black Swan Media at protonmail.com. That's Black Swan Media at protonmail.com. If you want to get the COVID-19 vaccine reversal protocol, or if you have any questions or concern or any podcast ideas, please email us at blackswanmedia at protonmail.com. You're listening to the Two Witnesses podcast. And today's podcast was entitled Vindication. Want to thank everyone for listening We appreciate all of you. We love you. This is a labor of love and the call to action today is if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior to receive him as your Lord and Savior. Pray a simple prayer and receive him today.